There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Andy Brant Bernard. Because nobody else is here yet because it's snowing and maybe it'll just be Andy and me today. That's pretty much the deal. We'll be back to kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. That works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. You lock your keys in your car. You run out of gas. Flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right. I said free. So if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. There we go. No bumper music. No bumper music? Okay, we won't do any bumper music. All right. Andy and I are here because it's snowing and other people are battling the elements or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But in any case, you know, we've been talking a little bit here and there about how um, how the rating system is destroying broadcast television. And people didn't believe me and blah, blah, blah. And 
It's just the way they set the whole thing up, it just is not going to work for broadcast television. Well, the entire cast of the NBC show, um, hold on, let me bring it up because I don't know which show it is, uh, which would be, I don't know, uh, Days of Our Lives, as a matter of fact, that's the show we're talking about here. Uh, this is just the first sign of it, I'll tell you that. No word yet, no one yet knows the ultimate fate of NBC's longest-running entertainment program, but its stars know they're out of a job in a couple of weeks. Mm. TV Line first reported the news Tuesday that Days of Our Lives, a soap opera that's been on the network since 1965, will go on hiatus at the end of the month, and, and, and that all cast members have been released from their contracts by producer Corday Productions. A source says that even when the cameras stop rolling, there'll be enough episodes to air until summer. As the show shoots eight months in advance, the show isn't canceled, but if it's renewed and production is reset for March, all new contracts would have to be drawn up for the actors on the show, and Corday could offer lower pay. It's actually a shrewd, if cynical, business move. I I just don't think it's a cynical business move. I think where they've put broadcast television right now, this is going to be the beginning of a norm for a new era. They're not going to be able to pay all this money anymore because nobody watches broadcast television anymore just because of the way it's teed up. Well, not to mention soap operas. I don't know. I've never well, met anyone yeah, who actually right. watches Days of Our Lives, I don't think. No, I've, I've no, I don't think I've seen more than about five minutes of a soap opera in my life. Well, it's not our kind of deal. I mean, that's, that's exactly what it is. Andy, you're going to turn the clock on. Oh, how long, how, how deep just, are we into it here? Apparently there was a crash on 100. There was a crash so, on 100? Anyone who's listening, don't go north on 100. Yeah, uh, it's oh, like is it stopped. Cassie's, is it down by like 50th? Uh, to wherever 10 minutes north of Cassie's house is. Oh, it's all the way down there. Because I saw a bunch of squad cars going by on 100 when I pulled in here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's more than one or whatever. You have to start the clock, Andy. We are at, I'll start it at three minutes. Three minutes would be perfect. Wonderful job. Uh, so in any case, uh, it's actually a shrewd of cynical business move, an insider says. Worst case scenario, they lose half their cast. Best case scenario for Corday, everyone agrees to return at lower salaries. Per The Hollywood Reporter, Corday claims Sony Pictures, which distributes days, has neglected to put its full muscle behind marketing the show because it owns CBS competitor The Young and the Restless. In the annals of Hollywood television, it is difficult to identify a distributor more guilty of blatant conflict of interest, deceit, perfidy. Ooh, perfidy. What do you think of that? Mm. An abuse of market power. Then Sony, Corday claimed in a suit filed earlier this year, at least one star doesn't seem worried. We're not being canceled, Chandler Massey, who plays Will Horton, tweeted. We are pausing production because we are so far ahead of schedule and it saves uh, us money. Days will still air during the entire hiatus, so you won't miss anything. Uh, If these people think they're coming back at full salary, I got a suggestion. About half of them will return. There's no money. No, that's exactly right. There's just no money from them, and that's all there is to it. So, is mom not you know, coming? Mom's not coming in today. Oh, I know that. okay. There was the craziest accident. Well, wait a minute. Get on mic. Get on mic. We want to hear about it. Oh, yeah. Cassie's stuck in that right now, apparently. It's horrible. Mm. The crashes. Oh, my gosh. The... When can Minnesotans learn to drive in the first snowfall of the year? The accident was so... On 100, right before the Cedar Lake Road exit, everybody. Oh, right up here. Yeah, right oh. here. Um, really? Like a quarter mile before the Cedar Lake Road right, exit. Right. Um, because I came from the north, so I wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, and the Cedar Lake Road exit coming from north is like way more north than yeah, the south is. one. So everybody's being filtered in the far left lane. There were. Seven or eight emergency vehicles. Yeah, I saw them going one, by when I on yeah, my way down one here. One car was completely turned around and like 
my God. Crushed? Looked like it was in a monster truck rally. Oh, God. There were parts everywhere. You had to drive, like, super oh, close to the... Because of, like, one sixteenth of an inch of snow. I know. Jesus. Yeah. It it's hardly crazy. any snow. Crazy. Yeah. There were so many. It was, like, unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. And this one guy... You know how there are always those people that go, like, right behind the emergency vehicles to yes. try to get through the traffic? Yep. Well, this one guy, a fire truck goes by, and he zooms right behind the fire truck, and then an ambulance comes, and he's sitting there in the middle of the lane sideways because he's trying to go across four lanes. Oh, God. So he can't, the ambulance can't get through just because this one dickhead decided to just block the ambulance can't get through to the people yeah. hurt? Yeah, because of oh, this one guy. Oh, that's wonderful. And so he had to go. He, like, sits there for a while and then goes in reverse oh to God. get out of their way. God, and then he goes. And then he goes across the four lanes of traffic. <clears throat> but then that whole side of the freeway is closed, so he had to go back. I was like, okay. We talked about this on the morning show by coincidence this morning. I knew there was going to be an inch of snow, but I obviously didn't know there was going to be a crash on Highway 100. That is north on Highway 100, just at the Cedar Lake Road exit is where the accident is. Tons of vehicles went by while I was driving south on 100. But I just said this morning, after witnessing what I've witnessed in the last couple of months, there are going to be more and more and more very serious car accidents because people will not obey the rules anymore. They just won't do it anymore. People don't stop at stop signs. They don't even slow down for stop signs anymore. They just roll right through them. Well, and it's just just like... It's terrible. People just aren't even aware. No, they're not. They're they're only aware of themselves. They've been taught that by social media. I'm telling you, they, and, you know, people can deny it all they want. But as as cloistered as you make yourself uh, by being on social media, you enjoy that in your car, in your house, on your job. Yeah. I will tell you, honestly, every morning now when I do the morning show, every piece of uh, copy that I get to read has at least one mistake in it, more often two or three. Why? Because people do it and then they don't check their work. They just do it and give it to you and, you know, it is what it is. You must, I mean, if your job is to write copy, Checking your work is a big part of writing copy. Yes. But it's always That's wrong. Like I mean, it's always wrong now. It is. Fact checking and checking Fact, yeah, your be good. grammar and spelling is. That would be a good thing, yeah. Yeah. I just, I can't believe it. But but it doesn't, I don't know what happened in this particular instance. That first day of slippery roads, people every year have a huge problem with mm-hmm. that. And uh, Cassie just got here. She just drove right past it a couple of seconds ago. So we'll get the an update on if anybody's, hopefully no one's seriously hurt with that hammerhead blocking the road so the ambulance can't get to them. Yeah. Oh, you was, saw that too? I was in the mix of it. Yeah. Um, so that's where I just, I just got here like yeah. three minutes ago because of that. Nobody was moving over. They had... It was about six cars involved, and they six, had three yeah. lanes, Jesus. three lanes shut down. So they had to like try and tunnel everybody into the far yes. left lane. Ugh. There was one car that was like looked like it was in a monster truck rally, and then there were like yeah four or five on the other side. side. There was a van though; the side was smashed in, so it looked like you got T-bone. <clears throat> but but before that, I was when I left the house. Mm-hmm. I left the house early. And I came in, and I was getting from McAndrews onto Cedar, and 
this guy in front of me, all of a sudden he spun out on the unramp. Oh. And so I just slightly tapped my brakes. I was in a good distance, right, I knew. Right. So, but then I started sliding and almost went into the ditch. Oh, it it was like this because they originally said that the snow was supposed to hit about five thirty this morning, which it didn't. Right. And yeah. It right. Came later in the day, and it, it's it looks like that blowing snow over the road. But what's happening is, especially on roads that aren't driven on a lot, like on ramps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They get that glaze. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's what's going on. So be careful out driving because, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a slippery mess out there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I left early thinking I would get here early, and that wasn't the case, obviously. I know. I was at fresh time before here because I'm going to meet a brand-new baby after this, and I was like, let me bring you food. Oh, let me guess who the brand-new baby is. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Um. And I was like, let me pick you up some groceries and bring you some food. And I was like, I'm going to be there early because I left from fresh time with like 20 minutes to get here, which is a like a five-minute drive. And I was like, all right, I'm 10 mm-hmm. minutes late. So you were stuck in the same mess <laughs> yes, I was on I Highway 100. Yes, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it, yeah, and then people were not moving over. And I was literally up by the guardrail, like snug in the guardrail. Oh, God. Trying to move over. so Because they had about like three fire trucks. Um some of the the fire patrols that are in the SUVs, they had police officers and an ambulance trying to get through that mess. Yeah, I saw tons of vehicles, emergency vehicles going down there when I was coming south on 100. <clears throat> it doesn't surprise me. You know, by coincidence, in a way, I guess it's a coincidence. I, um, I told Catherine back in, I guess it was September, I said, you know, I got to do something because I've gotten very, very lucky. I've had a rear-wheel drive, 500-horsepower Mustang that I've been driving for a few years. I said, one of these years, we're going to get hammered early and often, and I'm not going to be able to drive a rear-wheel drive car, so I need to buy a four-wheel drive car. We just bought it about a month ago, and it has been horrible so far. Really? I'm talking about the weather. Oh, the weather. The weather's dreadful. Well, thank God you bought a four. Uh, thank God. Yeah, sir, there's yeah. no okay. way I could drive that Mustang in this weather. No, no, no way. No. You're having issues with front wheel drive cars right now, obviously. Indeed. And it's going to be horrible going home. I'm assuming there's going to be more fender benders and stuff this afternoon because the roads are slick. Right. So. Just be careful driving out there, people. You know, i got to be honest with you. All our listeners ever do is help out because uh, Doc Ketchmark sent me a picture. Uh, Gypsies coming to America. Gypsy controversy hits Pennsylvania town. And just beneath that, uh, Doc wrote, tell Catherine to stay the hell out of Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) Mom is a gypsy. She's part bohemian. Therefore, she's a gypsy. Yep, and we're part gypsy. You and Andy are I'm, part gypsy. I'm much more gypsy than Andy, though, even though we have the same percentage. I embrace the You're gypsy. more gypsy-like? Yes. Oh, Andy doesn't embrace his gypsiness? He does not embrace his gypsiness whatsoever. Why not, Andy? What's the problem? And I fully embrace the gypsiness. Someone What's the problem, Andy? know what kind Come of in. car you got. Who does? Someone. Um, what a kind of car? Dodge oh, the, Dart. The, uh, the four-wheel drive car? Yeah. It's a Mercedes. It's a used car, though. I don't... I buy used cars all the time now because I just, um, yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a Mercedes. It's a really, really nice car, but I bought it at an incredible value. Hmm. Thanks to Doug Sprinthal, but um, 
<laughs> Joe from Louisville says, see, get a dash cam. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to get dash cams. There's oh. no doubt about it. No question about I, it. We should get it done. I had some news stories pulled. I didn't ha- obviously have time to get them in the calendar before I got here. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this news story this morning, and I know this is just going to get under your skin, Tom. Oh, here we here go. We go. Disney Plus. Now, I know. I saw it launched that. yesterday. They had issues people <laughs> logging in. But I this morning, they are slapping content warning labels on outdated cultural depictions of classic animated movies. Yep. What like, now? Like Lady and the Tramp. What's the problem with Lady and the Tramp? I, the Siamese cats. It says, we after are Siamese, <laughs> if you please. What's wrong with that? Jesus. Uh, here's the news story. After its launch on Tuesday, Disney Plus users noticed that some of the company's classic content, such as Dumbo, the Aristocrats, yes, Dumbo, Jumbo, yeah. Jungle Book, and Lady and the Tramp, all have contain a, a warning at the end of the respective de- Descriptions. These warnings caution sensitive fans that they are about to watch con- that contains racial portrayals that might be triggering. If you're that sensitive, just <laughs> don't have a TV. Yeah, just don't go ever leave your house. Just, okay, I have a question for you. Am I supposed to be deeply, deeply offended by how stupid Goofy is? Because Goofy has a very white guy voice. Yeah. Should I be offended at Goofy such a moron? I, no. It's That's funny. funny. Um, in Lady and the Tramp, we actually just watched the original two days ago and the remake yesterday. Yeah. Um, and everyone gets all up in arms about the Siamese cats. But if you actually pay attention, pretty much every character in that movie is a stereotype of some sort yeah, of ethnicity exactly. or nationality. Right. Like, there's a fat Irish cop who, like, goes off on people. Oh, we can't have that fat Irish there's cop. There's the... Scottish Fold. Cat, isn't there a Scottish fold? There's or a no, Scotty. Scotty. There's a Scotty. Um, Maybe I'm thinking aristocrat. Can't have that. There's either. the spaghetti making Italian. <laughs> oh my God, I'm deeply offended. Oh, and he plays the accordion, of course. Oh, I'm really <laughs> even offended. Apparently, now. that's not that's not a stereotype at all. So we don't have to care about that. It's... I have a question. There's the Russian Borzoi who talks with a Russian accent and quotes communist literature. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that, I'm sorry, but that's funny. And I have a question before we go to break here. Aren't the Siamese cats very smart? Yeah. Well, if they're I remember smart, correctly. but they're evil because they're cats. Yeah, yeah because well, they're cats. Yeah, the it's not because they're Siamese. Yeah, it's a dog <laughs> well, movie. Well, saying Siamese oh, is, it's like you can't call someone Oriental. You can't say Siamese either. Siamese so from Siam? just means someone from Siam, which yeah, was from the Siam. former name of Thailand. Right. Which is now, right. yeah, you can't. Thailand. But now it's not well, Siamese anymore. We are Taiwanese, if you please. There you go. Yeah. It's, but but that's what the cats are, though. They're Siamese. They they're, are. That's their, yeah, they're they're still called Siamese cats. cats yeah. so. Well, plus know. the fact, I have a question for you. So some names we can't go back to, and I have no problem with Bidet Makaska, but we can go back to those names, but not other names. We can't go back in time, except I don't in, in spe- specific instances. I just don't understand what the hell happened to people. Disney Everybody has, wants to be offended. They're bowing really, really hard to the PC I culture. Know, I know. And and well, I think it's more. I think it's. Oh, more, we got to take a break. Oh. Once you hold that, and Alex will open up with her comment. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems, 
30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? <laughs> Real nice. Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. This brings me back to my childhood. Oh, yeah. See, I think that's very pretty. What's wrong with that? I don't know. And I don't think a four-year-old's going to care. They're just going to sing along. Well, they're cats, first of all. <laughs> Jesus. Cats can't talk. Yeah. I don't know if you know that or not. But every Disney, every Disney movie has depicted some type of culture. You would think that they would be honored like you have Mulan, who... Uh, right. You know, talked about the Asian culture, um, you know, samurais, I mean, that era. Um, I mean, you have Aladdin, which was kind of the Arabic culture. Mm -hmm. um, Little Mermaid, I don't know, the sea culture. <laughs> yeah, sea the, culture, the, the that's what culture. it is. Fish culture. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, and well, Beauty and the Beast, that was what, French? Yeah. Um, you know, and all these stories that they depict are from fairy tales. I mean, Frozen, that's, you know, Frozen is the Scandinavian, Scandinavian mm -hmm. culture. It's a Scandinavian fairy tale, which actually is more dark and, and uh, depressing than the actual well, movie. Most, the most original Disney, book was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, most Disney movies are like pretty. Little Mermaid. Is... Little Mermaid, yeah. She turns into sea foam and dies at the end of the yeah. book. Yeah. Really? Actually, yeah. culturally. I didn't know that. The culture of mermaids, they're actually pretty demonic creatures. Yeah, they're they're they are sailors to their death. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. They were like sirens of the sea, and they would lure in these pirates. That's what I call Catherine, the siren <laughs> yeah. of the sea. Mm -hmm. They would lure in in the um, you know people off on ships, pirates, whatnot, and they would um, seduce them, and then they would grab them and bring them down to the sea and eat them oh i didn't know i had no that idea was the, the lore of the, a real mermaid and um 
But yeah, it's all, you would think that Disney would get props on taking some of these these fairy tales from other cultures and kind of putting glitter all over them. I just really wish that everybody would calm down. Alex, you, you were saying something? I think it, I don't think I don't think it's necessarily Disney trying to pander. I think it's Disney trying to cover their butt. No, know? I don't think there's any question about that because everybody sues everybody now and everybody's upset. Because they can, you know, with, yeah, with all the Disney Plus, like all these things that are going to come out and it's like, you know, mm-hmm. people don't want their kids to watch Dumbo because of the racist crows. Like, we all can agree that the crows are racist. Like, <laughs> Why are they racist? Well, I mean, the depiction of the crows is racist. Because of their accent? Well, and the fact that they're just like Black crows. Yeah, the way that, and the way that they talk isn't exactly like a flattering. Why'd they stop naming the crows black crows? I loved it when they were black crows. The little licorice gumdrops. Oh, they used to be crows. called black crows they're back then. Now they're just crows. crows yeah. Huh. So, but they're still I mean, black. What's so a, they're still black. Are they non-black crows? No. <laughs> so I guess no. that's raven. It's redundant. Well, okay. Uh, maybe so that's what it is. Fawn yeah. has some. She's very interested in princesses. Okay. Really? Yes. I never noticed that. I know. Shock. Um, but she brings back Disney little golden books from the library from school every week. Yeah. And every week she brings back a princess book. And a few times she's brought back uh, Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. And she has us read it to her like five times a day. And I was reading it this morning. I was like, you know, this is this book has some really not great... Well, are you messages talking about in it. the original story? No, it's the... a Disney Little Golden Book. Ah, okay. Because the original so... story, the hunter finds her asleep and has sex with her, even though she's unconscious. <laughs> he does. And what? then, yeah, and that what? Wakes, that I don't think, wakes her I don't up. Think that book would be in a Lutheran exactly. children's. Hey, uh, funny. Did you see what happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, God. and that's the thing. It's like all the... of those original books were like oh, super yeah. messed They're up. Hor- yeah, I don't like know in the Hans why. Christian and Anderson stories are yeah. really super dark. Oh, Hans Christian but... Anderson did Snow White. He, no, he did the Little Mermaid. Oh, he did. Yep. And but no, I don't know who wrote Hans and the Golden Skates or something or something like that. (laughs) I I don't know what the hell it is. But anyway, it's like the first page talks about arranged marriage. It's like they had a baby and they threw a ball and there was a little boy and they promised her the baby in marriage to this little prince. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And then, how it used to happen, though. I know, yeah. which it's like, and I'm like, that still happens in the world. So yeah, that's it does not, in some like, places, you're that's right. That's not terrible. It's not like I'm saying that she's going to be promised in marriage. I'm like, it's not. It's kind of weird, but it's not too bad. But then Maleficent comes in, and she says, you know, you're going to prick your needle out of finger, and, and you're going to prick your finger on a needle and die. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And so that's pretty weird. And then... <laughs> fun getting labs at the doctor now. <laughs> yeah, it's like... And then um, the fairies, the three fairies, give her the gifts of beauty, the gifts of song, and then the other one tries to re, like undo Maleficent's curse. And I'm like, why is beauty? I'm like... I'm well, like, Ralph Basham gives the gift of I'm beauty. Like, I'm like, gives her the gift of kindness. And it's like There's the not hands- a whole lot of that left like, in the world. The handsome prince, and she was a beautiful this, and it's all about like handsomeness and beauty. And I'm just like, okay, how about everybody's like nice? And then three hundred years ago, being nice wasn't super yeah. important. Well, but no, she's and not. she's singing in a song. She's singing a song in like a meadow, and then the prince is like hiding in a bush, watching her, and then jump like comes out of the bush and grabs her hand, and I'm like, hold up, pal, like please don't touch me. So that's weird. And then 
She goes back, whatever, pricks her finger, falls asleep, and then the prince fights off Maleficent and kills her. Yeah, like puts a sword right into her heart and kills her. <laughs> Who hasn't done that? And then he goes in, kisses her, and she wakes up, and I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, sweet. that's what Blumhouse needs to do. Blumhouse, if, Blumhouse Productions, there's the ones that put out a Spooky lot of the, the horror movies that you yeah. see today. Um, I think they also oh. did like The Purge and stuff, but they need to take all these fairy tales and have a true depiction. Oh, of God. That yeah, would I'm be surprised that awesome. hasn't been a thing. Didn't somebody try that before? I can't remember. Mm, I think so. Well, they've kind of done it with Red Riding Hood. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they did. With Amanda Seyfried or whatever. Yeah. They had a real dark, uh, that might have been a Blumhouse movie too. But yeah, that'd be kind of cool if they kind of do the polar opposite of what Disney does with all these fairy tales. Like yeah. the Little Mermaid, make it true as a true mermaid. Of the lore and legend that of massacres, <laughs> or they have, yeah. Well, they had. Now, there's been a couple of networks. I want to say it was Discovery. They put out these mockumentaries, like if Megalodon was really alive, like and it made it look like a true documentary, mm-hmm. and people were freaking out, thinking it was real. Oh god! And they did the same thing with the mermaids, and it was. Freaky. For I mean, I'm like, I can't watch this. This is terrifying. Like the mermaids, they would come up, their face would change, and they had these sharp fangs. And I'm like, oh my god, it looked like some deep, you know, those creatures in the deep sea. But yeah, that'd be kind of interesting to, to to see a polar opposite of Disney's fairy tales. Yeah, and their true depictions of what they're what, supposed to be. I don't know. It's like you hear all these. You know, you shouldn't be teaching your children about fairy tales and blah 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 and you know why not because it's not all about just like beauty and everybody wants to be pretty whatever mm-hmm. but i'm just like i'm kind of like okay i grew up loving princesses and mm-hmm. fairy tales and all that and i still love fairy mm-hmm. tales and i'm like and i never once in my life have been like oh i need a man to whisk me away and take care of me you like, never I, felt like you didn't live up to the depiction of a Disney no, like princess. I've never, just because you read these stories, it's like it's they're stories. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't watch Wally and think I want to be like robots are friends. Like I don't know. It's just like it's. Yeah, Fawn's, uh comprehension of a princess doesn't really go a whole lot farther than sparkly wearing dresses. Yep. Twirling yeah. around. Yeah, because you know, even... I mean, if she was like. 13 years old and still like that, yeah, that would be a problem. But yeah, the, she's, you know, when well, they're that young, they don't process that kind of thing. They well, just like she, how pretty they are. And she cares, when we're reading book, the book, the Sleeping Beauty one, she will ask me, why are they, why are these guys laying like that? Because there's a part where the um, fairies cast a sleeping spell on the whole kingdom. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and she's like, why are they sleeping like that? And I'm like, I just said that the fairies cast a sleeping spell on the whole kingdom. And so it's like, she's paying way more attention to the pictures yeah, than oh even God, what yeah. I'm saying. Yep. But then I'm, t- I'm talking. And the other day, we were reading a Berenstein Bears book, and I said, we'll bring this into the house really quickly. And she said, not really quickly, just quickly. And I was like, that's right. I added really quickly. And I was like, how do you that's very good. She's right. What? Really quickly. Just quickly. Mm-hmm. No, the book's words said 
just we'll bring this into the house quickly. Mm-hmm. But I added in really quickly. Oh, okay. And she, was, she remembered and she that that's me. not how it is. Yeah. And she remembered it. Yeah. Jeez. And I was like, what? Very good. Yeah. Apparently she likes that one. Well, that's how Andy learned how to read. Yeah. That I would lie face down on the floor and he would lie on my back looking over my shoulder and I would read and that's how he learned how to read. Mm-hmm. Oh. He all of a sudden he could just read. I know. Fine. That's how my son, my Charlie was. Like one day I was sitting there and I was texting my husband. I'm like, um, do you need anything at the store? Because I was going to the store and my son was sitting next to me. He goes, Mom, we need milk. I'm like, What? Yeah. yeah, we need milk. We're out of milk. And I'm like, how do you know that? Well, you're going to the store. I read your text. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, but that was an yeah. easy one because you're the only one who still buys milk. <laughs> do you see that Dean Foods went under? They did? What's yeah. Dean Foods? Dean Foods, the largest milk distributor in America. They make Dean's really? ice cream, don't they? I, I, they they went own. under, so I don't wow. think they're going to be doing it anymore. Nobody drinks cow's milk anymore. Oh. That's true. There I mean, are still plenty of people that drink milk. Not n- as many. Not anywhere near not as many. As many. Well, they actually weird. went bankrupt because people aren't drinking it's, milk. Because it's made for baby cows. <clears throat> it's made for baby cows. So, like, here's the thing that about cow's milk, that it's like, yes, I eat cheese and whatever. But, like, if I was like, here, Cassie, here's a glass of some random woman's breast milk, you'd be, like, revolting, get that away from me. <laughs> right. But, but when it's a cow, it's different. Yeah, when it's a cow, it's like, yeah, I'll drink that, whatever, perfect. It's like, how is that? Doesn't make any sense. You know what's really it's weird like about breast that. Breast milk is made for humans, but they're like, it's just for babies. But then yeah. cows, cows' milk is meant for baby cows. I, uh, I have not had. First of all, I couldn't stand whole milk, even when I was a kid. It was way too oily or creamy or some damn thing. It's too heavy. So to the two percent, we drank two percent. Then we went to one percent. Then we went to skim milk, and I have not had a glass of milk, milk cow's milk. Now I would guess in about twenty years. I literally can't even remember the last. Time. I can't either. I, I I'm lactose intolerant. So, so you can do it anyway. I've maybe had like four glasses of milk in my entire life. Yeah, probably true. Like we, over we're at not a friend's milk house, drinkers. and they're yeah. like, "Oh, we drink milk," and I'm like, "Okay." I remember one of the first, like, decently sized fights that Dan and I had. Is decently <laughs> sized fight. <laughs> that we were hosting Easter for the first time in our house, mm-hmm. and he, I was like, "Okay, well, what?" Because and they, his family, you guys were in Florida, uh-huh. and his family does Easter like at two p.m. Right. And they always have the same foods. They're very like, you know, this is what we eat on Easter. This is what we right. do on Easter right. kind of thing. Yep. And we're not like that. We're just like, we just go to brunch and like hang out. I'd rather just go to a, a restaurant anyway. That <laughs> <laughs> worked out. But anyway, you, you do so, the they, dishes. so they came over and I was like, well, what should we have to drink? I was like, maybe I can make Bellinis. Because I was like, it's 2 p.m. and it's Easter mm-hmm. and it's brunch. And I was like, we can make Bellinis. He's like, who's going to drink that? I was like, I don't know, people. And he's like, we drink milk at Easter. And I was like, are you effing kidding me? He was like, yeah, we, everybody has a glass of milk with Easter dinner. And I was like, I'm not buying that and serving people milk at 2 p.m. on a hot, what? This meal, <laughs> the, what? And he's like, well, and it has to be skim, too. And I was like, I am, no. I'm not doing Why that. Why can't it be skim? Because skim milk's, what's the point? If you're going like to drink white, white water. water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. White water is it's what like, it is. You might as well drink. Why do you care? No, but I was just like, I'm not buying it. I was like, if you want to go out and buy it, great. 
But I was like, or I will buy a small thing of 2% because it's just disgusting. And why would people drink this? And he's like, well, this is what we drink. I ended up buying a little thing of 2% milk. Not and a single drank. person touched it. I knew it. And everybody's drinking Bellinis like it was <laughs> New Year's Day. Like there's no tomorrow. Like, According to this article, uh, 30 years ago, 15% of all occasions, so lunch, dinner, all meals, uh, people drank milk, and now it's nine. So it's almost gone cut in half. How much people just drink milk. When I think so people are realizing, like, my friend Paige, she, when we lived together, would go through a gallon of milk almost every two days just herself. Because she'd have a glass of milk with breakfast, cereal with milk, and then a glass of milk with lunch and a glass of milk with dinner. So she'd have just, like, shit tons of milk. Mm-hmm. And she had, <laughs> she'd get cystic acne. And when we were living together, I was like, you should maybe look into not drinking milk for a little while because like one of the main causes of adult acne is a dairy, dairy allergy and sure enough mm-hmm. Dr. Alex a dairy allergy we'll take a break be right back with the family what are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I knew that song was the song. You still by the drum riff. I love this song. I know, and we need it right now because it's snowing. <laughs> Katrina and the wave. Mm-hmm. Katrina. Now it's a microaggression. It is. What Probably. Is it? Uh, being in a wave. Well, Katrina in the wave. Hurricane Katrina. I know uh, after Hurricane... Oh, that's true, yeah. After Hurricane Katrina, they were telling radio stations not to play this song. Oh, I can see that. Because Even of though, yeah, I can see that. the name of her band, which was, what, in the late 70s they got together? Yeah, yep, long got, time ago. Maybe you shouldn't uh, name hurricanes after bands that have... I mean, 99% of people have no idea who wrote this song, so there's that. I know, no, but exactly. it's one of those things where people just find things to be offended about. Oh, yes, I'm deeply hurt. There was a woman, and God bless her, I don't know her name or whatever, but uh, the remember the Arby's up in Elk River? 
You yeah. remember Arby's Elk River, right? Yeah. Well, apparently one of the workers there got in trouble because he posted a sign that said, please keep your children under yeah, control. No. Uh, have them sitting in their seats and, and not throwing food all over the place. Well, this young woman goes in, and she's got a two-year-old with her, and she was all nervous. She said, I was very uncomfortable, and I'm nervous because my child doesn't, you know, just, he's only two, so he doesn't stay up. They fired the guy over the posting the sign, from what I understand. I hope that part's not true, but that was reported to me. Uh, You get so offended now from people asking you to keep your children under control. Well, here's the thing. I'm not saying that you shouldn't keep your children under control. You know, not screaming and freaking out and, right. you know, just like running loose in the store, destroying things. Screaming and freaking out and sometimes, un- sometimes unavoidable. But, well, um, yeah, that's true. I can see them firing a person if it was just like this guy that wrote this sign that was like, keep your kids under control and just like taped it to the wall on his own accord. You know, I, not I brought up. what exactly what he did, actually. Well, yeah. So if it was, I could see that being a problem if he didn't, you know, go to his boss and say, oh, can we do something so people can keep their kids under control or whatever. If he just was like, I'm putting this sign up. I just don't really understand. Oh, my God. That's got to be, this has got to be old I'm looking at. Let me see this. No, it's Wednesday, November 13th. Rebecca Vec died. Oh, is that Rebecca Vec, Saints Ballpark greeter from childhood? Yeah, she passed. I think you weren't here. I announced that she passed away the next because I got the news. uh, Oh, because it just appeared. It appeared in today's newspaper. Oh, really? Yeah, November thirteenth, twenty nineteen. Oh no, she passed away. She died like two, three months ago. Yeah, it was what? Yeah, it was when you weren't here, and I had to report. I was kind of bummed or. I can't. No, actually, it was when we were on, on a, um, when we had to do best ofs. Because then what I did was, is for the best of, I pl- replayed uh, Mike Beck's interview with you when he came in yeah, on the podcast. So that's it. what it was, and I I posted the news article that yeah. she passed away. I don't oh. know why the Star Tribune was... re-uploaded this story because yeah, she died in like October second. She Weird. did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, their host of families hosting Rebecca Fest in Charleston on December 12th, what would have been her 28th birthday. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's what they should, they're celebrating the life of Rebecca Vec. Yeah, not. Mm It would have been a better way to put it. Instead of Rebecca Vec, Saints Ballpark reader from childhood, dies at 27, and she's been dead for six weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not a good headline. I don't know who wrote that headline, but you're fired. If I have to come down there, you're really going to get fired. I'm just telling you right now. I want you to know. Yeah, I or know. Something. Well, I was like, I was getting some news stories. And it, <laughs> um, one, one news story that that Dave, Dave likes to send me crazy news stories and stuff like that. And <laughs> there's this one where it's it's a headline, like you were just talking about. But it says, students students get firsthand job experience. Mm. They forgot the hyphen. Oh. <laughs> First-hand yeah. job experience. That would have been good. Yeah, they didn't yeah. put the hyphen in there. That's, uh, well, even so. Whatever. It's just not great wording. I know. Yeah. I know. Mm, might gotta, have to agree with you. you got to love people and their – well, you were talking about how people don't – when they do copy, they don't edit, they don't – they, no, they don't. They just Nothing. don't care. They don't care anymore. <laughs> and now you have this news article where it says students get first-hand job experience. Well, well. see, there you go. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Oh, God. 
Is that for everybody? I guess so. Although uh, Minnesota is being blamed for a foul smell in Kansas City. And yeah, pe- I know. I people heard, I are calling nine one one about it. <laughs> I saw that. Mm. Something to do with their their sewer system or something. I, I something. Don't, I don't what know what it is. A smell from Minnesota to go all the way down to Kansas City. Yeah, and skip out over everything until then. I don't know. And then yeah, why do you have it? to call nine one one people? Are well. Uh, yeah, what are they going to do about they're it? They're telling people, don't call us because we know it smells like crap outside. <laughs> I mean, what are they supposed to do? I don't know. People are weird. Exactly, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, my God. TGI Fridays is closing. What? Ever since the 2008 financial crisis, we have seen restaurant chains closing their doors left and right. Multiple companies have filed for bankruptcy in recent years, with many more selling their companies in hopes of coming out of the uh, business with some money in their pockets. Unfortunately for us, that means uh, some of our favorite go-to spots are leaving our towns and cities. So where are you supposed to go? Like it says here, TGI Fridays no longer thanking goodness it's Friday, known for its red and white soccer shirt-clad employees. TGI Fridays was founded in 1965 by Daniel Scoggin and Alan Stillman. The casual dining restaurant has 870 locations set up around the world, everywhere except for Sub-Saharan Africa. Needless to say, the family restaurant did all right for itself. In recent years, TGIF has tried to revamp its menu back to its single bar roots instead of the casual dining it is now known for. Unfortunately, the change did not come quickly enough for some of the locations. And management announced that it is going to be closing in unperforming areas, underperforming areas, throughout the rest of this year and all of next year. Huh. I hate to see that. I like TJI Fridays. They have pretty decent food. Did you walk over there, Andy, when when you lived right right across the street? It was good, wasn't it? It was. We liked it a lot. But the problem is everything is like 35,000 calories. Oh, well, there there you go. You get one item, and it's like you can eat that. For the entire day. That's all you get. You know what's mm-hmm. really funny about that, Andy, is that all the places I've looked at so far would have high-calorie foods. Yeah, there you, you go. You can't serve high-calorie foods anymore. People will not eat them. Well, some some of the restaurants, if you look at their menu, they'll have, um, uh, like, little symbols next to it if it's, like, healthy or, like, a Weight Watchers type of mm-hmm. a dish or something. Um, I wish that more places would do that. But, yeah, like at TGI Friday's, a lot of their foods are fried. They're covered in sauces, and yeah. that's what's adding yep. to all that calories. So, I mean, you can get these foods without all the stuff on it to lower the calorie count. But, I mean, what's the point of eating then? You know what's really <laughs> you know? weird? Huh? Uh, Italian fast food's really taking a hit. I wonder why that is. Hmm. Carabas is closing many stores. Sabaro's closing many stores. I, I guess it's just, it's the noodles, people, you know. Although, I don't know. The high-end Italian restaurants do really well. So I don't know what that's all about. Oh, Taco Bell's closing a bunch of stores. I wonder why Taco Bell be closing. Oh, I love Taco Bell. I don't really understand all these. Why would Taco Bell be closing? It's the health craze. So no tacos, no anything. No Taco Bell tacos. Steak and shake. Steak and Shake. I'll be turning off the griddle at Steak and Shake. You heard me. Well, I, I'm wondering. I'm wondering what the health food that people are looking for that they're not offering. Because most know. of these places they <clears throat> offer salad options. Yeah, they, they do. Off, um, one thing. I mean, me being gluten free, 
What sucks is that I can't eat at a lot of places because they don't offer it. Now, I don't know what pot, what's the, the stat of people that want to be gluten-free as a preference versus an allergy. Because a lot of people like to, they prefer to eat gluten-free because it's trendy and health. They think it's healthy yeah, for them. I guess, yeah. Um, so a lot of places don't offer gluten-free options at all. They don't? No. That's not fast, not fast food and pizza places and stuff. I'll, I've gone to many pizza places. They're like, "Oh, we don't have a gluten-free option." Well, so, I suppose, yeah, I suppose. So that's true. I have to go to specific places. So I don't know what the, like I said, the stat is of people preferring to eat gluten-free as a lifestyle versus a food allergy. Because um, I know a lot of people do do that. They're like, "Oh, I have to be gluten-free." I, I you know, I'm trying to eat healthy. Which I don't see why it would be healthy for somebody who doesn't have an allergy, but um, maybe that's it. So, like Italian places, especially a lot of Italian places, unless it's a higher end or a sit-in restaurant, they yeah. don't offer a gluten-free pasta. Yeah, we had. I know Barlagras has offered uh, gluten-free pastas forever. Yeah, I mean from the very beginning. Well, what sucks too is like, oh, we have gluten-free pasta, but none of our sauces are gluten-free. There's, what gluten is in sauces? Well, certain. Well, like if I go to Olive Garden, mm-hmm, I, right. I can't get their meatballs. Why not? Oh, because there's a bread in it. They oh, put breadcrumbs yeah. in yeah, it. They do, so yeah. all I get is sauce and noodles. That's that it. That is true. So, uh, you know, and it's a pain in the butt, but I don't know. I, maybe it's because they just don't offer healthy enough options, or I don't know, because. I see a lot of people eating out, though. I well, I know we eat out a lot because we're always on the go. Always on the go. Yeah, that is very, very true. That's what happens when you have 11 children, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's going to happen if you have 11 kids. I'm just telling you. You know what I'm I saying. I know. It's just the way things are. Yeah, a lot of restaurants are closing a lot of, a lot of places. But I think... The ones that I looked at do not offer gluten free. They don't. They don't offer low lower calorie. You know, I could be honest with you, and I never thought this would be the truth. But Catherine makes uh, makes pasta out of uh, was it squash and what's the green one? Is it zucchini? Zucchini. zucchini. Yeah. A lot of people it's, make zucchini. It's really good. What's the mm-hmm. green one? Well, I don't, I'm not, I don't eat those. Oh, yeah. You, you can get one of those things where you... A zoodler. A, zo- a, zoodle. yeah, a zoodler. It's called a zoodler? We have one. Do yeah. you really? And what you do yeah. is you just, you know, you... <clears throat> Spiralizer. You know, spir- the... Spiralize up a zucchini. Oh, there you go. And you throw it in a, in a, a frying pan <clears throat> with a little bit of olive oil just to kind of crisp it up a little bit so it's not so soggy. And, yeah, you can use that as your noodles. I've done that. It's delicious. It is really Sage good. Sage is obsessed with our zoodler. <laughs> He's obsessed with the zoodler. He like we call it a zoodler. It's a spiralizer, but we call it the zoodler. And he, it's like ours is just a little thing that you stick on the zucchini and you spin it. Mm-hmm. It was like super cheap. And yeah, anytime he can get into that cupboard, he like takes it, and runs away. <laughs> I wonder and, like, why. Mesmerizing. Well, Have it's you ever like it's watched sharp? It? It's like oh yeah, it I has sharp it sharp. edges. So it's mm-hmm. like yeah, it's just this little thing, and he just is like ha ha ha. No. <laughs> The one I have, down. the one I have, you can crank it or whatever, oh, and you can yeah. like do like potato slices to make your own potato chips oh, yeah. with it. You can spire, you know, ribbon cut and all yeah. these fun stuff. But yeah, it, I, I try and find ways to substitute so it tastes well because I just saute like you know zoodles in a in a pan with some olive oil and a little bit of garlic just to give it a little bit of flavor and yeah. it's delicious. Huh? So there you have. All we do is deliver on the show. That's yes. all I'm saying. We just deliver. 
Uh, you know, I'd like to be around uh, next Saturday, but I can't be because uh, Colin Kaepernick is a, a an NFL invite. Did you guys see this story? It's just no. this guy, loser that he is, he sucked when he played in the NFL. He played in the Super Bowl, but that's because that team was so good. It had nothing to do with him. Well, yeah, I, actually, that's not true. He had one good year. Uh, all teams are invited to watch free agent at private workout on Saturday, but conditions give pause. Um, I'll tell you, the problem you're going to have with that, Teams are on the road on Saturdays, so they're not coming. The general managers travel with the coach. No coaches are coming. they got four teams that are on a bye week, one of them being Green Bay, one of them being Seattle. They don't need a quarterback. Another one, I can't remember the other two. Oh, one was the New York Giants. They don't need a quarterback. And there was one other one. But when are they going to let it go with this guy? This is Roger Goodell kissing his ass for some reason. I don't. Maybe so he can continue to make sixty million bucks a year because it's always about the money. Mm -hmm. All teams are invited to watch free agent and private workout on Saturday, but conditions give pause. I'd be surprised if more than a handful of people show up for this. He's been out of the league for three years. The longest anybody's ever been out of the league before is two years, and that was when Michael Vick was in prison. Yeah, I don't understand why he's still relevant. Well, he's not relevant because he was never any good. He was okay at best. Well, I, well, he keeps making himself relevant by putting himself in the news. When's he going to sell his pig socks? I'd like to get some. Come on. Pig socks? Well, he had co- pigs dressed up as cops on his socks. That's what started this whole thing. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he was working out. It was a workout day, and he was wearing socks that had police officers that were pigs on Here's the side. thing. Here's a thing. Great role model. That drives me crazy about that whole thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, racism is racism. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. If you say, you know, all black people are this, all whatever people are that, that's racist, and it's an over oversimplification. Like even Italians awesome. are spaghetti benders? I can't say that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great to be here. Anyway, anyway, go ahead. But then you respond to that with all police are pigs. I know. Well, absolutely. All police are pigs. It's like, yes, there are police that are pigs. There are, you know, dentists that are pigs. There are and people every, of all colors everybody, are pigs. Everybody, there's some type of person exactly. that's going to be a pig. And it's just like, when you're, if you're fighting, I understand the fight for equality <clears throat> and I understand mm-hmm. the, like, certain horrible situations that have have happened with people of color and right. police officers. I do get that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, saying, oh, you're racist if you say this, which, yes, indeed is true, but then saying all pigs are, all cops are pigs and all cops are horrible and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like, you're just don't stoop to their creating level. the problem. We will be back with Hour 2 with the family.